Welcome to Mogs TV Talk, the podcast, where we take a loving, longing look at TV and tell you this week, pussies everywhere, my friends. Oh, God. Honestly, I hate that word. I hate that word in the way that I hate the word moist. If people are talking behind your back, then you're the one in front. I used to strut my stuff on the catwalk. Now, I'm a model housewife. I made my money the old-fashioned way. I inherited it. My name may be stone, but everything I touch turns to gold. I never start a fight I can't win. I'm like a fine champagne. I bubble, I fizz, and I'm the life of the party. Sorry, someone had to say it. Well, actually, no, someone didn't have to say it, but I hate that word. Welcome to the most moist episode oh, of The Real Housewives see, of Auckland. See, it's my own fault. Nick McClacklin, welcome. <laughs> see, <laughs> thanks, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ludicrous. Siri people. cannot get it right. McLaughlin, how hard it is. What's the boy's name? Lachlan. Yeah. Put a Mc, Mc in front of it. What do you get? McLaughlin. Can you handle McDonald? Yes. Can you handle McIntyre? Yes. McLaughlin. No. Sorry. Sorry. They can't say Malcolm. We've kind of got the shits with the world today. That's right. Everything's going wrong. Yep. And this podcast is going to be very angry at some point. It really is. Um, Look, Nick, I have to say, this was a little bit of a letdown of an episode. It was a massive build-up to not Well, and compared to last week, it was going to be hard hard to top last week. But they did hint that tonight, you know, the yeah, big blow up at the did. party. The big blow up at the party was a bit of a fizzer. Yeah, it really was compared to the dinner party. I um, And then the sizzle for next week. Holy crap. You know, the, don't be promising things that you can't deliver, is so, what I'm saying. We, we need to jump right in. Yeah. Um, just quickly, there, there's a new segment now in um, the Real Housewives of Auckland podcast. Oh. Now, I have been watching these episodes via Hey You. Same. Um, NBC Universal's app, which if you're a Foxtel subscriber, uh, you have free access to. And, and uh, reality um, freak. Oh, yeah. Look, it's... It, hey, because it's all reality, isn't it's it? It's the home of yeah. the Real Housewives franchise. Yeah. NBC Universal own it. Right. So it's all of them, except Melbourne, I noted, which is weird. Um, mm. Anyway, we've been watching it there. Mm. Un, uninterrupted, unadulterated. It's a glorious thing. Unedited. Well, but when you say uninterrupted, you mean if you don't have, you know, children well, friggin' yes. interrupting you. And it's really hard to say to your kids, Oi, shut up. I'm watching, the, I'm watching the housewives. <laughs> like, it's not like I'm watching, you know, something, something highbrow. Shut up or I'll send one of you to boarding school. Yeah, see, I've got one that would go, yes, and I've got one that would actually shut up for that reason. But anyway, moving um, on. So it, it turns out that the Foxtel version that's been airing yes. has been uh, censored. Yes. swearing. Yeah. You know, the casual beep over the F and the C. Which is surprising that. because Melbourne swore all the time, Drops didn't they? And, and we watched that on Foxtel. Yes. So uh, officially, the wonderful Dan Backhouse, yes. who has clearly been watching it on Foxtel, mm. Um, uh, contacted Foxtel Help on Twitter and they said, oh, we'll look into it. Because mm. uh, he did point out, and you chimed in quite rightly, that, yeah, Foxtel, uh, the Melbourne franchise, mm. swear aplenty. Mm. Uh, but the New Zealand one censored with the beeps. Unless it's something to do with New Zealand's own censorship rule? Like, look, I don't know. But don't know. the interesting thing is the big beep controversy from last year. That's last right. week, I reckon I've decoded it. Do you? Because I've done – I have spent more hours than I care to admit um, – 
uh, like I have been past page three on mm. Google. Oh God, looking what, what's, for what's what about Gilda? Well, for what it what it said. Like mm. I've been through not just because there's like there's plenty of of recaps. Mm. So there's plenty of people discussing what the bleep was, but they just refer to it as the bleep. So I've been going down into the comments, hoping that. Um, seriously, you ne- as we know, yeah, don't yeah. read the comments, but. You know, trying to find someone who maybe knows what the rumor is, and the closest I've been able to to, to get to is someone who said it's a really well known rumor. Everybody knows what it is, so yes. there's no point saying it here. Which oh, so annoying. But you well reckon you've decoded rumor. it? We're across the ditch. Well, we're, when we get to it, okay, I will tell you what I think it is okay. and why I think it's what it is. Uh, that here endeth the news. And now for the weather. Um, but let's open up. Diving into the episode. Yep. And just by the way, Gilda, far too late in the app. Oh, to, to come in, yeah. Gee, she yeah. was looking banging, though, with the, the, the hair and she looked Everything. bloody like, again, fantastic. cutaways, right? Yeah. She's got cheeker levels of coolness. She really does. And her styling was magnificent because she wasn't looking quite so blinged out um, in the in the cutaways. Yeah, she the hair looked cut long. Oh, was... beautiful. So we open on Anne's. Olive Oil Estate. We're at Goose Creek. The Spruce Goose. Mm. Um, now I'm concerned she has a cat called Sparkling Caught. Wine. I know. I noticed that because at first when she walked in going, champagne, or as you would say, sparkling wine, sparkling wine, and she's saying, where's champagne, honey? I thought she was like asking for a, a sparkly beverage. Yes. Um, I and I, and I've written beverage. down here, yeah, yeah, we get the point. You're the champagne lady. Let's move on. And then I realised she's referring to the feline. Yes. And her husband, Richard... Um, was talking about how he's always second, blah, blah, blah. Let's be fair, dude. The only thing that you are ever second in is something sexual. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you, you know your place. You're there to provide the money. Exactly And we'll right. baggy dance with you. Yeah. We'll get on the case. Uh, and it started, the, the look, the pussy landslide. Because oh, she legitimately, and I don't think it's a... You know, how how are we going? It's our own are you being served moment. Yeah. She legit, her pussies. Yeah, I know. Champagne I know. Champagne is her number one pussy. Yeah. I, I, absolutely. Um, I did. <laughs> Richard made the point that uh, referring to presumably um, Champagne the Cat, uh, she purrs more loudly than the Bentley or the Porsche. I've written here. Yeah, I often say that my runty dog makes more noise than my Suzuki Swift. So that's a normal way of talking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, fuck. Let's talk about Sorry. Yeah. Did I tell you I have a Bentley and a Porsche? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Life Richard problems. Richard is the second-class, first-class citizen, please. <sighs> yeah, that's right. Don't even. Now, I, I did find this like, and, and as you'd expect with the franchise, all of the ladies are connected with their various charities and yep. things that they yep. want to support. And is connected with the New Zealand Cat Foundation, yeah. which doesn't sound like a thing. Did you Google it? she basically revealed that I think it's her foundation or she's the she's connected to How it How did somehow. I not Google that? Anyway, c- um, continue. Uh, and she runs her annual Pussy Galore fundraiser party where everyone comes to Anne's place, they have a knees up, they charity auction some things off, they raise money for the foundation, cats get saved. Um, now, that, that I think that could have probably rounded it out nicely. The next thing that happens, mm. I think, is the worst bit of confected Real Housewives producer in interference I've seen in a long time. So I've asked Michelle to come over and talk about the fundraiser. But first, I want to take her out to the cat hospital. Yeah, knowing that the... that uh, did, Actually, does she know how Michelle feels about animals in general? I don't think she does. The producers would have, by the it way. Was, uh, it was great. Deep, right? Yeah, yeah. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. You know, seeing someone 
So, like, not just a fish out of water, but... She did not want to be there. She did not want not to be And she be did not there. hide it. It was great. Um, and then, you know... And all animals hate her. Like, because and all Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, they sense it. Too many pussy entendres. Oh, enough with that. They I mean, all over it. Uh, but, although I did like how Michelle called it a cat brothel. It was perfect. <laughs> much, much more satisfactory than a pussy palace. Look, I think that was possibly the smarter. Uh, sorry, yes. sidebar. The New Zealand Cat Foundation, .org.nz, yes. contact email Anne at the New Zealand Cat Foundation. Through the looking glass here, people. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, allegedly, mm. the New Zealand Cat Foundation is laundering money. <laughs> um, allegedly. I've written here, Michelle's Hermes bag has never been more out of place than it was in the cat brothel. Oh, everything about her was out of place. Like, yeah. she didn't want them to touch her. She was concerned that the smell was going to stick on her. Which it does. I mean, mind you, she was, she's also, you know, the cats, like you said, were scarpering. They didn't want to be anywhere near no, Michelle. They, they could feel, them. yeah. They wanted out. It was a pretty decent setup. And look, and if you've got, like, we've got three cats yeah. here. So there are uh, responsibilities when it comes to cat ownership around litter and food yeah, and those of course. sorts of things. And, and that's fine. You know, you take them on board, you do the yep. stuff, and, yep. and some stuff you just harden up and deal with. It's like changing a nappy on a kid. Yep. That's just how it is. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of litter trays in this cat brothel that it would have fair stank. Oh, it would have. Particularly and- if poor Alan wasn't around to come. Alan! Come and clean Alan! Um, oh, it, it, oh, absolutely, because it's out. It's outside, so you know, and it's moist out there. Easily, because we're in, you know, lots of moist. Um, the cats are all in there. The pussies in their panties. Yeah, um, no, it was. Fa- another it was, word that never seems to go down well. With no, that's either. right. I can understand it too. That's hideous. It's, it's a boy, a word that boys think. It's like guys thinking that whenever girls get together. They're wearing lingerie and having a pillow yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, That's we're not. not true. I've seen women talk to each other. Yeah. No, there's no pillow fights going on because it ruins our hair. The lingerie was great. Oh. Um, so Anne couldn't get – no, sorry, Michelle couldn't get out of there fast enough. And, and I, I, I would have liked to have seen Anne ask her to do some pooper scooping. Oh, yeah. No, she was lucky to be yeah. having her standing yeah. there. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was all that the producers and Anne could do to keep Michelle stationary. Don't you wish you'd seen the conversation between the producers and oh, Michelle? Oh, yeah. I'm not getting in there. I'm not doing it. Oh, come on. No, look, Michelle, it'd be great. You just get in with well, like, like you're on The Bachelor. I don't like it. Yeah. Oh, no. It wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Would have been amazing. Now, I wonder what they had to do to get her to do it. Show her a contract, do you reckon? Well, possibly. Oh, well, yeah. the promise of coats. Because oh, there's that. Then, yes, because then Anne takes her upstairs to show. And you know, I, I think I'd like you to model this. Like, what was it? A possum and something. Uh, possum and lambskin vest. Go. I've got here. But yes. I want you to, to model that. People Which will see. she did a shit job of, by oh, the yeah. way, down yes, the track. Please. Yep. Um, but so that people see it and want to bid for it at the charity auction. Yeah, that's great. The conversation turns to coats, and Michelle says, "Well, I don't have any, and you know, I've always liked them, and blah blah blah." And Anne says, "Yeah, no, as a, as an animal lover." I've always been torn by my collection. And she opens up a door <laughs> and there is at least, like there was the, the coat from a woolly mammoth. And look, and I admit, I I didn't pick the irony until that point that it was an animal lover's foundation mm. and that they were auctioning off a fur Dead coat. Animal coat. Yeah, and then when it, and then it became just became bigger and bigger and bigger to And so many of the saw, ladies were wearing dead and, animal yeah, coats. Yeah, that's right. And and Police. um I mean the coats Anne's coats were amazing. Um so many coats. And she admitted So many coats. I haven't worn this one. Yeah. I don't wear any of these. Yeah. I don't actually sitting... believe that. I'm going to put that out there. 
What like? But she's tossing it out there, like you know. But I don't do it, and, and cause in part you kind of go, well, maybe maybe she had an epiphany. Epiphany is an animal lover. I don't want to wear them. But if you're not going to wear them, then don't keep them. Yeah, no. Sell them and donate the money to your oh, cat yeah, charity. Yeah, well, that sort of stuff, right? Now, Michelle's trying them on. And she <laughs> Michelle has doesn't tried... feel bad about fur at no, all. She's very, very happy. And, and the green-eyed monster's out. And to the point where... She offers to... Take them off her hands. Yeah, good on her. She wants that that white one. She wants that white... Oh, she uh, wanted I mean, it was bad. pretty... Look, and she looked great in it. Yeah, she did. But as Anne very quickly shut her down, <laughs> oh, she saying, wants, she, I'm she not going to give it to her. What does she think? I'd eh. sell it to her, maybe, yeah. but I'm not going to do her a deal. Yeah. Like, how on one hand can you say, I never wear these coats, blah, 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 and then all of a sudden go, is this how rich people keep their money? They yeah. just become so aggressive and manipulative about, oh, no, I never wear this anything. Oh, it's, oh poor, woe is me having 80 coats, but you can't have them. Yeah, I'll take 6000 for it. Oh, yeah. Which, what, it was eight, just quietly. $8,000 for a coat. Well, yeah. Really? Well, I um, um, as you know, Steve, but listeners probably not, I was in Russia last year, and yes, you do, mm. um, in the middle of winter. Duh. And um, the fur coats over there are unbelievable. Now, they are all genuine yeah. over there, and so I don't, I'm not going to buy into the argument about whether they should or shouldn't wear them. They do over there. Um, it's... Minus thirty degrees, yep. um, and they're all even, even just regular people walking down the street and going into McDonald's are wearing full length yep. fur coats, um, and because I'm an idiot and I get suckered into like I go to Bali and suddenly yes. I want to wear bintang t- yep. singlets. And you got cornrows. Go to Russia. I go into a fur shop to have a look and see how much they are. That is how much they cost. You know, it's uh, it, but. Um, there, you know, I snapped out of it pretty quickly and went, "Girl, you live in Brisbane. Yeah, yeah walk well, away from again. the fur shop. You're never going to wear it again. Walk away from the fur shop. I do have my grandmother's vintage mink swing coat, which has had an outing to the to the races, yeah. but it's about a hundred years old. That's my only justification for it. Um, but you know, but yeah, they do cost that much. Is my point. So, look, let's put a pin in the coats because we get to hear yeah, yeah. more and talk about more of the coats later. Yeah. We get to jump over to Julia, who's mm. off to Wemuera. Yeah. I'm sorry if I've massacred that. For a, air quotes, medical appointment. Which is a vampire treatment. Where she's getting, air quotes, the vampire treatment. Yeah, now, look. She says, I don't know who else has had it done. Um, hello, Kim Kardashian was the, well, the, the reality pioneer of the vampire treatment. It's out there. been out there for a little while. So clearly she, she doesn't watch the Kardashians nearly enough because everyone knows that Kim's had it done. Uh, you should see the look on your face. No idea. I should be Snapchatting this. Um, but, yes, it's a thing. You, you uh, Your own blood is taken out. It goes, spins around in a – I can't remember the name Centrifuge. of the thing. That's the word. And they inject Separate it back into you and, and, and you everything. become fuller and plumper. That's right. So they or in Julie's case, her neck is supposed to become. They re-inject the plasma. Yeah, that's right. With the view that it there will make go. it look good. Now, see that makes sense to me in my head. Would I ever do it? No. I have many questions. <laughs> that started with why are Louise and Anne there. They they've been invited along for support. Yeah, no. That, and that, it's kind of, that's a housewives thing. I've noticed that a lot in different franchises where they'll be going along for for different treatments, and they take hey, someone. Let's for, all get our nails done. Let's yeah, all get our necks done. Yeah, whatever. But, but no, I've seen them go in for like cellulite treatment and and all sorts of things. Um, it's I'm weird. A like I don't. Come yes, along yeah, yeah. But but it's weird because no one does that. Well, Julia rips out the one million year old neck. Yeah. Uh, and I've got to tell you, 
when <laughs> they put the numbing cream on it. You thought as as Julia alluded to, yeah. it didn't look like numbing cream. Oh, Steve, see now that's what Julia was talking. Not Julia, uh, Louise no, Louise. Was I know she about. was. I know, and and it's not the first time that would have happened to Julia. I think that's that's alm- almost certainly true. But you know, I thought we were going to retain some class. No, not Apparently, right. we're not. We're in, a, we're in a freaking thing. She's getting blood drawn from her arm. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. have the plasma re-injected into her neck. Yeah. Okay. Like, there's no class in there. There were Louise thinks the whole thing is bullshit, and I love that. Yeah, yeah. No, she's she, just sitting there going, "What well, this?" Call it for what it is. Yeah, yeah. Anne was very in touch with the fact that she's seen many oh, dissexings on her kitchen. I table. I love this. I've been to the nurse many times. I've been the nurse many times dissexing on the kitchen table. No one's going to want to eat there again, no, unless they are replacing that table every oh, time after a dissection. Gross. Wants to be that was unnecessary, and and oh, uh, so. We see the plasma getting injected, and it's just at that moment. as the, So we've had the numbing cream take hold. Yep. She's injecting the plasma. Yep. Julie's meant to lay there and not do anything. I think it's perfect timing. And part. then? Louise and Anne are into Julia about why did you hang us out to dry with Gilda. Oh, no, wait. Sorry, you've missed one important missed? thing. What did I miss? Julia, while she's lying there, going to Louise, if you could have anything done, what would it be? And Louise... Oh, I don't think I need anything done. And Julius oh, says, no, right. not anymore. That's right. All <laughs> or, of the things that you've Awesome. Done. Louise's death stare. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but yes, then they go. So basically the, we find out that Anne and Louise are there to basically do an intervention. Yes, and it need it was necessary. Yes. They need to sort Julie out for her behaviour at Michelle's party. Yep. Uh, for, claiming, for dumping them in it over the gold digger. Oh yeah, comment. and claiming that you dragged gold digger out of me. Now look, I'm, I'm going to could be argued that she did. I oh, don't no, look. They both said it. They both said it. Yeah, and it wasn't Anne making out like she was the innocent party. They both were going no. And thanks to the out. editors for clarifying that because yes. I would have had to go back and have a look, but they kindly dropped it in so we could see. Oh, we don't have to think. This uh, is yeah, no. <laughs> um, I think we're all over the gold digger comment. But Julia is clearly bruised. She's not. She's not. Like, she thinks that she's completely justified in how she handled it, that it was a totally fine thing to say because she didn't say it in the first instance <sighs> and said it in the first instance. Um, And at this point, you know, sort of they're just starting to wipe off what was left of the numbing cream. Yes. And those things. And she sort of sits up. How do I look? <laughs> and at that point, kids... Where they had the numbing cream had forced that, or the injections had forced her neck to go a very, very deep red light. Yeah, it, it did. Sunburnt. It looked awful. She looked like the turkey she is. <laughs> gobble, gobble, bitch. And she looked like, like she uh, she looked like she might cry because it. Uh, she she conceded that she. I think in one of the cutaways that she herself was sensitive about the gold digger mm. um, comment because, because she's been called a gold digger herself. Not surprising. Not unreasonably. Um, and so the combination of that and the fact that she looked terrible post-procedure. Yeah, how do I look? That's not y- the time to yeah, ask. Yeah, no, you look terrible. It's like to a woman that's just had a, you know eyes done or a boobs done. Or a baby. Immediately, yeah, no immediately one looks, after the yeah, procedure. No one looks How good. do I look? These are not words that yeah, no. anyone says. No. Because quite frankly, your breasts look like you're binding them to your body. You look terrible. Your and eyes are about to pop out of yeah, your yeah. head. It's not a, a, like a Snapchat filter. It yeah. doesn't instantly make you... You want to look terrific? 
Use a filter. A woman that's just had a third degree tear after giving birth isn't going to lift up a skirt and go, how does it look? That's right. Again, thank you. There's a very funny joke, actually. In uh, There's a sitcom It's not on 10 at the moment. It's kind of made by the same people as Modern Family. It's called right. Life in Pieces. Oh, I love it. I love it. So great, right? It's so great. And the first episode is uh, one of the sons and his wife. Uh, the uptight ones that have just had the baby. Job. Yeah, Colin Hanks and his yeah, wife yeah, yeah, just yeah. having the baby. How funny is he? he oh, he's brilliant, right? Great in Fargo, brilliant in this. Yeah. Uh, and basically the, the OBGYN says to her, just don't look down there. Yeah. <laughs> don't look down there. You don't need to look down there for about six months. Yeah. And life's going on, baby, they're at home, blah, blah, and all he hears this piercing scream. He bursts into the room, what's wrong, what's wrong? And she's there holding a mirror, looking <laughs> incredibly crestfallen. <laughs> and he says, she says to him, you have to look. No. He said, don't No, look. I want to go there again. <laughs> I don't want to look at it. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Very funny. If you've never had a kid, you'll probably not relate to that. Those that have... Also, oh, go watch oh, that show. It's oh, very yeah. funny. Ten need to bring it back. I can't believe they've kind of... What happened? It. Survivor got extended to three nights a week, so it got bounced. Cause I was, but are they going to bring it back? I'd expect they were it's just on pause to drop back in. They'd be smart if they were running new Modern Family apps back to back. Back to back with that. Yeah. Think, then they get the... That'd be a killer hour. Well, yeah, because I, I, I was... Um, um, you know, a bit tentative about it. And we thought, oh, well, we'll give it a go. Surprisingly funny. Who knew that Colin Hanks was that funny? I met the art director when oh, I was did in you? LA. He's a good a good friend of some friends of mine yeah. that I was over there with. And we hung out. We went to the comedy store. Yeah. We talked about television. It was wonderful. Yeah. Because he'd worked on Modern Family. In fact, it was, he was saying it's his niece. He's an Australian. Right. He's moved over there. He was working on Modern Family when they did their Australian episodes. Oh, really? Episodes. Yeah, yeah. And he said that it was his niece that accidentally let slip where they were all staying. Oh, no. In that she posted a photo, just been to see my uncle. He's over here for the Modern Family thing. Yeah. And it was a picture of her. Didn't say where, but but her in front of the hotel. Okay. Ta-da! Now, let's leave Turkey Neck behind for a second. Because we have, it's the shortest segment of the night. A really weird little segment. That in and of itself was weird. Because I've, I've titled it, Angela and Friend Having Tea. Except that it's not it's her friend. It's not her friend, it's Lady Ruprecht. Oh my God. <laughs> it is, a, 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 a look, a girl who should be being an au pair. Yeah. She's actually her- actually French. And I love that they've styled her up so that oh, she looks yeah. so corny. Like, you know, the stripy shirt. Yep, the, the whole thing. The whole thing. So, Leah. Not very – they could have given – you know. But She l- can't do this all on her own, I'll have you know. No, so she, she can't. She PA Leah. And she talks to her like a toddler. First of all. Leah's smoking hot. Oh, yeah, Leah's beautiful behind like, those glasses. Like, I think if we let the hair down, oh, yeah. glasses come That's off. That's what I mean. Like, she's been styled to within an it's, inch of her life to look like a cartoon character. A, yeah, a little bit dowdy. But you know what? If, if, if um, thing going off of me right there, I'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> if, um, um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Let's just carry it was on. about Leah. But how was about Leah? is Angela? Hey. Because she doesn't speak English very well. I have to talk. Speak slowly. To you like this. And Do you understand? Slowly and loudly. Oh, people, that's racist. Oh. It is racist. Just speak normally. You might need to slow down, but don't speak loudly. Look at them, and and if you have a conversation with someone that maybe English is their second or third language, 
you'll learn very quickly the words that you might need to go, I need to find an easier word. Like reservation. Do you know what that is? How embarrassing. Can I be more condescending? Um, Tell me about the, what are your thoughts on the tucking her hair behind her ear? When she tucked Leah's hair behind her ear. It's a little bit intimate. It was a bit intimate. It was very odd. Like, I'm a... PA by profession. Like, you, you like that is I that I you know, that's what I did for, for twenty five years. If what tucked people's hair behind there is. Well, um, I did a lot of things. I didn't do that. But if anyone, an employer, had tucked no. female or female had no You do it to your kids. You know, you might do it to a parent. The only thing more intimate would be if she'd sort of licked her fingers like you do with your oh, kids. Oh, yeah, and wipe t- something off the cheek. If that way it was just weird. Um I love that she said sometimes she has trouble with difficult words. And all I could think of was lethargic, Angela. Oh, yes. Please. I've forgotten about that. But um, yeah, so the, and her difficult word was reservation. Do you know uh, what that is? Wait, there was a problem. She wanted, she wanted Leah to do something. So phone them every day. They were waiting on something to arrive. Phone them every day. That's not going to get annoying as shit. Like, I've been on the end of the phone when someone's rung Rung every you day, every day to check. And I can tell you that when you rang me yesterday and the day before... Nothing has changed because it's still due tomorrow. Had it changed, I would have called you. Bingo, bango. Yeah, yeah. I would have told so, you. So, but yes, but it was it was so much like like um, Gina's Ruprecht. We make a really great team and scene. Yeah. What? No, but then we find out the reason for it later on. <sighs> I hope that she surfaces again, if for nothing else, to give me stirrings in the news. <laughs> um, we're at Julia's house. Yep. Uh, where again, this is another really short moment that made no sense to me, and I may have blacked out. No, a and this one, it. It was, this was a dull little one because we don't she see gossip with a makeup guy. Yeah, whose name was Che, and I've written not a name. C H A Y. C H A Y, because they brought they put it up, they put a super up. Not a name. Saying it's that's not a name. No. Yeah, you know, even Shay is a better name, but Che, not a name. You didn't want to be Charles. Che. Not a name. But apparently your, your makeup artist is a good ear for gossip. Fair enough. Same as a hairdresser. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Tells him about all the shit went down, that went down um, at... Well, she Louise was, were attacking me. They were attacking me. Um, Seriously, I think if Louise wanted to attack you, you, you would, would have know about gaping it. wounds. Yeah, you would know about it. Um, and she, she sort of um, gently, po- not so gently, points out that Che has to be on her side because she's paying the bill today. Yeah, but, Which agree. raises the question I that... I cover up my neck. Che Che must also be makeup artist for the others because he said, well, I won't say anything to Louise. I reckon, conspiracy theory number 12, Che is the makeup artist for For the the show. Because he doesn't appear again in this this, um, episode. I think he he is an opportunity for narrative uh, progression that they they can drag him in and just go, all right, Che, do this person's makeup and have a chat with them um, uh, and talk about this. Let them talk about this with you. Well, it's an extra then that they don't have to pay any more for. True. Admittedly, Julia did then admit at the end of the segment, I find Louise a bit scary. <laughs> Sister, yeah. if you only find her a bit scary, you aren't paying attention. We find her a bit scary just watching that her. That girl would kill you in your sleep. Yeah. If she thought that there was a benefit in you not being alive anymore, it mm. would happen. In she a would make it so. In a heartbeat. So, yeah, end scene. So we have to fill the apartment that Angela's keeping in Auckland. Because Which we haven't seen yet. Back in Churchill, where all her yeah. stuff is. Yeah. You know, she's living here, you know, for 10 days out of 14. So I don't know why she doesn't just move in with Leah. I know. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe Leah, maybe that's the thing. She's maybe Leah's moving in with Leah. Yeah. So she goes shopping. A and $5,000 chair. And it's ugly. I've got here, it looks at ugly black chair. Yeah, no. 5000 bucks. 
$8,000 coats, $5,000 chairs. I tell you what, kids, I'll make you a coat and a chair. You pay me $13,000 <laughs> and I'll keep 12 and a half of it. She asks Michelle, uh, odd choice, asks Michelle oh, to go. Is, Michelle claims to be an interior decorator. Yeah, that's, is that the first week? I mean, I know her house is beautiful and she's done. Just the passag in that though, right? Yeah. But Michelle claims to be an interior decorator. So let's test her out. So let's get her involved. Why, why would you bring someone who has been your mortal enemy yeah. for two episodes to come and let's... Yeah. Again, this, again, strikes me producer interference. Oh, which, you know, is, is part of the, the shtick. Um, I did like like how um, Julia says... Uh, sorry, Angela says, well, after the, they they can't... They have such different styles. They yeah. clearly can't agree on anything. And then, and then Angela says, maybe you should come and see... My apartment, and I've got here, you think? Yeah, that would kind of help. Yeah, that would make a difference. I mean, have... I'm no interior decorator, but I do feel that it's important to know the space that you decorate. I think that's the term they use, your space. That's right. Yep. As we see later on how Anne's um, interior design style. <laughs> yes. Um, it, look, Michelle calls it out. Feels weird. Looks Feels weird. weird. It is weird. Um, and I've got here, but obviously it's so they can talk about what happened. Which is what we dive into, right? Angela yep. claims that her side of story, I was just the messenger. Oh, my God. Everyone together, rubbish. Yeah, and Michelle – now, did Michelle actually say this to her or was it in a cutaway that Louise was smart enough not to say it around the dinner table? Um, Did cutaway. Yeah, and hell, yeah, she was smart enough. Yeah, oh, look, did Gilda need to know? Hell no. no. And Michelle um, from – sorry, Louise from what we've seen so far I think is quite smart when it comes to that sort of thing. She knows the time and place to say things now. You know, it'd be boring if that was the case all the way through the series. But up to this point, she um, does seem to show some level of understanding of when to say things and when not to say things. I have yet to see two people have a conversation as Michelle and Angela did and come away with more diametrically opposed (laughs) understandings of the outcome. Because in this, I think what we see is that the battle lines are clearly drawn. Who's on whose side? Who supports who? Who does what? But Angela thinks... Everything's okay now. Now that I've had this incredibly awkward and unproductive with Michelle, not shop. with Gilda. Yeah, yeah. Everything's okay. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Michelle says in a cutaway, um, quite rightly, that if Angela's going to spend or, or expects to spend more time in the social scene, she's going to have to figure out how to deal with Gilda. Gilda and this is not how to do it. All of the big social yes. events. This is her world. You are just living. And what in does it. Angela say? Oh, I've never seen her at anything. Um, sister, maybe because you haven't been going to the right ones. Been in Auckland for 10 seconds. Yeah, and that's not because Gilda's not going to the events. No. You're not going to the no, events. you're not at the right events. What better way to follow up a conversation with Michelle and Angela then let's have a conversation with Michelle and Gilda. Excellent. The first sighting of Gilda all episode. I know it's and out. like that's like I'm 20, on my third page of notes and we still twenty minutes in. Yeah, this is not good enough. Uh, producers and editors sort that stuff out. Yeah, um, um, shopping for um, clothes for the Pussy Galore party. Gilda yes. does not want to go. Do not blame her. No, no, nothing good no, will no. come of it. She doesn't want to wear cat's ears. No, I do um, blame her. Really, no. I mean, it's not. We're not talking Julie Newmar Batman era. Look, Catwoman. it's um, it's it's fifteen, sixteen year old girls shopping at Levisa. Yep. Uh, buying cat's ears. I don't know what that is, but okay. Sure. Um, uh, take my word for it. Yep. Um, Will I know about it soon enough? Oh no, because it'll be gone. Okay. Mm, it'll be over. <laughs> uh, cat's ears will be over. But you know, Gilda doesn't want to go. Michelle tells her um, that Angela had asked her to help 
choose furniture and Gilda go, well, wait, what? Mm. Um, and tells her that Angela claims that everything that was said to her was orchestrated by Louise. Wow. It's... Oh, there's just nothing good. And I love how Gilda explains it. I think I took it down word for word. It's like somebody vomits in a spot. <gasps> the and vomit then, allegory. Yes, yes, and then someone else picks it up and throws it at her. Who am I going to blame? The one who throws it, not the one who vomits. Yeah, that's right. Quite right. I mean, I probably would have explained it a different way, but it makes the same point, and she's right. It's fair enough for, for Gilda if she wanted to be dirty at Louise, because Louise at the table said, well, I'd heard. But... Yeah, yeah. Now, at that point, if that's where it ended, you go, well, that's... You know, but, possibly we could have had this conversation elsewhere. Yeah, but it didn't. But the problem was that that's where it all really fired yeah. up. And Angela's like, see, everyone thinks that you're a beep and the thing in the thing. Oh, stop talking, Julia. Stop talking. Stop talking. We have to prepare for the party. Now, the best thing, and there's lots that go on, like, let's be fair. Um, who is Russell? It's Richard, isn't it? I think I've written down the wrong name. Um, no, no, no. no. Um, Russell is her... Um, oh. No, Richard's helping. Richard's how he talks yeah, about yeah, the yeah, yeah. party. He always gets involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he and he's out. helping out the little doll. He's he not called helping at all. He called Anne the little doll. Ew. He's not even close to helping. Because um, he goes on to talk about. So we're back at we're back at Goose Creek, yes. um, getting ready for the party, and we hear from Richard that there were no cats involved in in Anne's life when he married her. Which I love that it is the, the spruce goose because you know that in a couple of years' time they're going to find Anne in a in a closet that she's never left. <laughs> her fingernails will be six feet long. Um, she'll be drinking her own urine. Yeah. Um, it'll be that whole that whole process. The cats are replacing Richard. That's fine, and I think to be frank, look at, at the risk of being indelicate, Anne probably couldn't tell the difference. Um, yeah, well, in every sense. I wonder though there if there is a cat shrine. I wonder. I was just going to say if when when Richard goes to God, will she include a little box of him oh, and a nice little poem and a poem and a photo? It was it was How disgusting. Creepy. Boxes of ashes with little engraved plaques now, on top of them. Sure, have a shrine. Knock yourself out. Make it stop. Don't put it out at the party. No, not when you when you want to raise funds. What do you what have kind it of in vibe a, you want to have? Have it in a like have it in your bedroom. I don't care. A but vestibule, if you a will. A vestibule. Surely there's somewhere at Goose Creek you could put them put them out in the in the in the cat prison. A little display thing where you can just walk along don't and reminisce with the bring cats. Bring them out and line them up at at the party that is about saving cats. It just was the creepiest. We're here to thing. raise money to save cats, so Come that and I can my dead cat, so family. that I can ha- save them, cremate them, and present them to you at the next party. To Allegedly, save- money laundering issues. Oh my Allegedly. god! Now, I I do think that when they do that nice overhead spin around, the house does look. Amazing. Oh, it's beautiful. Yes, it's with all, all with party. all with all the fairy lights. But then, oh, hang on, before we oh. get to the fairy lights, right? Because earlier Anne had said. This PowerPoint is only for the fairy lights. She did make the point. Because otherwise it will trip all the switches and yep. everything will yep. go off. Now, she's clearly regurgitating something that someone said because when it does trip, no idea. Yep. She's yep. got no effing she's idea got no what's plan. going on. But before that, Anne appears in the dress that she's going to wear at this party. Now, again, I will restate. No idea when it comes to fashion. Okay. I have no mm. idea. Mm. I would have thought... 
if that you're going to wear what looked to be a reasonably a dress with some sheer panels. Oh, many sheer panels. Far too many for for someone of Anne's um, vintage. Yeah, that's a fair thing to say. If you're going to do that, particularly one that has some some nice cheeky kind of sheer bits around the breastage area, that you're not going to whack a flesh-coloured bra under it. No, I suspect she had to, because if she didn't, mm. her nipples would have mm. scraped along the ground. There's a, apparently there's a way of dealing with those 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 panels, and I believe it's not to just put on a flesh coloured bra. It would be I, tape it or something. You right? tape it. You'd I don't know. There's she, a solution because the problem was with with her wearing that dress. Yeah, you could see. That she's just wearing a flesh-coloured bra. She should have it. called Julia the stylist in to help her. Surely. Angela the stylist. Oh, sorry. An- oh, far out. That's all right. Confused. But it was just, it was just yeah, one yeah. of those moments where it's like, girlfriend, what the hell? And also, like, that, it was the sort of... Um, that dress is 200 years younger than you it are. It was way too young for her. She had no business wearing that dress. No it, it, um, You know, that's a dress where you see in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, Look, and if you've got everything nip-tucked, lifted yeah, and Yeah, it was just... You're right. Sure, it was about 200 years too young for her. nothing lifted and tucked about no. No. Um, <laughs> she was wearing her goat coat at, at one point but, and then later on complaining that she wasn't wearing a coat. So. Yeah, look, there's some continuity issues yeah, yeah. through the entire night. We'll hit on. Yeah, Alan. Fix the lights, Fix Alan. the lights, Alan. Alan conveniently has called the electrician. Yeah, <laughs> good on you, Alan. I think, as he points out, it's not just this. There's cat heaters on. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, heaters, there's heaters in the cat prison, in the cat drawing on the... I did like how Richard, um, husband Richard, made the point that he he probably could have fixed it and he can fix quite a lot of things. He just doesn't let her know that. Yeah, yeah. So Anne has to talk to the electrician on the phone. Oh, you're having dinner. Sorry, can you stop over and do this now? <laughs> I need you to come right now. Yep. <sighs> yeah, um, so guest start, right, cats... Ear headbands everywhere. Cats ears everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. I've written here. ASOS.com must have sold out on cats ears. <laughs> so is many cats at the end ears. Of everything. That, that fake laugh. Yeah. <laughs> that awful, awful laugh. And then know. the weird conversation with with uh, Anne and a couple of other women who aren't part of the cast. Yes. Discussing fur and how odd it is that or, or how unusual it is mm. that they're wearing that there are so many I feel furs so strange yeah fur furs. and then a woman who looks suspiciously like Cruella Deville makes the point well as long as the animals are killed humanely oh, and no no and then it's sorry Anne says the main thing is that they should be killed humanely and then Cruella Deville pipes up with well not for profit Don't anyhow kill the animals for profit <laughs> oh so, my god what what an appalling woman. So many pussy gags flying around. Oh, my God. Help. Then Angela arrives wearing a, a, the first of the leather cat suits. So she – look, there's so much that happens in Angela's yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's about three seconds long. Angela arrives wearing a cat suit mm. with the ears with, with Leah. Leah. What the hell is going on? Who brings their PA to a fundraiser? Well, look, I, I, I again, drawing on my vast experience as a PA, I attended several functions but – I, I worked for politicians and I generally went in a work capacity. Not And I wasn't with them. I was standing in the background. I was taking calls, I, yep. you know, yada, yada. I certainly wasn't there as their date. I wasn't wearing cat's ears. I wasn't part of the conversation with no. with the, the, the group that 
And not hanging off the elbow was, of my boss. No. Right? You're off at another table, just within earshot, within, like, I can be seen and they can get me if I need me. Uh, yeah. But I'm not hanging That's out with right. all their friends. That's right. And, and, of course, um, in a cutaway, who brings a PA to their party? I've got oh, here. I know, right? I've got here Gina did. Oh, she did Gina brought Ruprecht. Ruprecht. Yeah, yeah. Um, although, to, to, to be fair, even Ruprecht together. was there in more of a work capacity. Not that he ever did much, Look, but. If, if Ruprecht wasn't gay. Mm. Could you imagine what the power, the Captain Planet yeah. powers that would be combined if he and Lee hooked up? Yeah, I know, I know. Oh. And then... Um, oh, gee, Julia and her deviant husband arrived. Yeah, with more cat's ears. And it then I've got here, gasp, same cat suit as Angela. It's not the same cat suit. No, it was the same cat suit. No. Yeah, Look, Angela was... Sorry, Jul- this. The, the Particularly the, the neckline. The neckline. Was different. Yeah, because they were wearing a different jackets over it. But like, I even, look, look, I saw shots of them. Where no. you saw okay. Them. Sure, a catsuit's a catsuit, right? It's a skin-tight, leatherish, yeah, yeah, you know, no, PVC, uh, okay. whatever. But it wasn't the same yeah, outfit. I don't care. It, look, it made for some awkwardness. That it did, yeah. Uh, but the awkwardness was more, more about how they were They're wearing it. They're not the same is what I wrote down. <laughs> but, yeah, there was much awkwardness over how they were wearing it, and it was um, Julia... Uh, how is this? She's voluptuous. She looks good in hers. I'm attractive. I look great in mine. Oh, my God. Why can't we just get on with our lives? Um, Louise and Scotty Not Hottie arrive. Uh, uh, Louise wearing full-length fur. With the massive coat. The and, pussy coat. And cat ears. Oh. Uh, and I've wrote, it might have been a pussy coat. Probably inappropriate. Um, <laughs> Michelle arrives. Wearing rabbit ears, I've got here. Q has to complain. Yeah. That woman can't walk in anywhere no. and not complain unless it's her house. Yeah. Uh, it's all pretty passive-aggressive. Oh, yeah. Everyone's being all very nice and pleasant. And sniping the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Gorgeous Gilda arrives, and my favourite, my to, new favourite quote. Oh, please, the gathering. The gathering of the, of the terribles. I've got here new favourite quote. Lord, Yay! I, I had a gathering of the terribles, and I've got here um, Gilda's cat's ears. Mm. Uh, no, cat ears, but they're bedazzled. Probably Swarovski. Yes, unlikely. Mm. And the most stylish of the cat's ears that night. Oh. And, and look, if we were to line all six ladies up, who looked the best? Oh, no question. Gilda. Gilda was Hands down. banging. It was crackalacking. Look, it was pretty amazing. Now, Gilda admits that she's dirty with Louise. Yeah, you don't expect me to kiss you, do you? Yeah, that stuff- <laughs> I love that she just comes out and says it instead of just snubbing her or giving her the, you know. You know, it's, there's no passive in it. Yeah, it's no, no, it's aggressive. straight out aggressive. Why would I kiss you? That's right. And then turns to Angela, honey, you don't get a hello. Yeah, it's just, it's fantastic. Just, if there was a mic to be dropped? Yep. Wow. And Angela turns uh, to to Leah, the PA. She's the nasty one about Gilda. <sighs> like, again, who says that to, it's just the most inappropriate boss-PA relationship. Think, look, I honestly think it's really inappropriate where bosses and PAs, and look, it could be just an outside guy looking in at, at mm. particularly a women's world, where there's a woman boss and mm. a woman PA, mm. and they try and make them their bestie. You know, um, that's such I, a line. I don't think. Yeah, uh, um, I've only ever worked for a couple of women. Um, one I got on very well with, but generally I don't find I don't enjoy working for women mm. because it is, um, it is hard to to find that line. You you it is possible to have a a friendly a good friendly relationship with a male boss. Um, and keep but, it professional. And, and keep it professional. Or, depending on what kind it's of boss It's much is, harder with a woman. Than. I don't enjoy working for women at all. Yeah. I've only had one that I did enjoy working for. Yeah. But it it's not an easy relationship. I just look at it and go, like, 
if you're going to keep it professional, it's got to be professional. Yeah. There needs to be very defined boundaries, yep. male or female boss. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that when you try and be your PA's bestie and yeah. chat with her about the gossip and what's happening in yep. the office and those, no, it's, that's where you've lost it. Yeah. In fact, that's where the boss loses the power. Also, the when you tuck your PA's hair behind their ears, uh, you've, you've lost it. Um, so Anne's back to wearing her fur. So like you say, yeah, maybe she's con- minked up continuity. And um, Michelle is jealous as. After Anne spent all night yeah, complaining about being cold. I know. And Michelle tells her to wear a normal coat and Anne says she doesn't have any. Now we get more beep. Yes, we do. There's some Louise and Gilda awkwardness because Louise can't understand why Gilda is pissed off with her because um, she, she thinks that it was Louise who called her a bleep. Again, killing me. Right. So this this is the start of it. And when we have... And Louise and Gilda are the neighbours. And so Gilda yes. is upset because... She's always thought of Louise as a good friend. Yeah, we're tight, right? Yeah, we're tight. We're neighbours. Um, yeah. And and to be fair, I think they're probably the two most similar. Yeah. Um, in well, the sh- they, they both live on Paratide Drive. There you go. Right? They're, they're at the place. Yeah. Everyone else is on their country estates, which yes. look, might be nice, but that's not the Not Paratide Drive, That's no. not the place to be. Yeah. Um, they have it out. Yes. But they sort it out, to which Gilda is sceptical, as is Michelle, yep. but Louise thinks it's sorted. Yep. So we have this little burbling moment where Louise thinks, well, it's a we're bit good complex, now. yeah. Gilda hasn't gotten over it, and Michelle is very clearly Team Gilda. Yeah. So, look, we know there's going to be more come of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what the outcome of that. However, we need to cut the tension a little for a moment by having a house tour. What better way to do it than let Julia take Michelle around Anne's house? Now, it's not just let's take. Michelle around Anne's house and see all of the public areas. No, let's take it and and fucking bedroom and make fun of it. And yeah, like, look, let's be frank. We we from the get go have said that Anne is eight hundred and sixty two years old. Mm-hmm. So she's going to have some so her decor. She's going to have some tastes that maybe are not today's style. She might be into little China things. Mm. She might like having photos of herself mm. as a younger lady. Mm. She might, and and there was some question they picked up a photo. Was it her mother? Was it her or her mother or her grandma? Her mum, quite. Could have been, and she, yeah. I actually thought they were being a bit mean girl. Oh, very. You know, I. Find a walk around the house and do it, but I think there's a line. You don't go into someone's, you know, private. Yeah, look, I thought that it was uncalled for. Um, Look, yes, it was not their taste. How quaint we found a cassette. Yeah, ha. I don't want to break it to you, ladies. Julia, you were born at a time when the friggin' wax cylinder roll was still around. And Michelle at least knows what a record is. Yeah, you know, and, and then just to, to finish off that whole um, that that whole little episode up in the bedroom. They Please fi- tell me that you're finishing off with the thing that I'm going to I think I am. Um, so Michelle, holding the cassette, says, this won't be Snoop Dogg. And then Julia responds by saying, I call my husband Dixie. Dixie Normous. I and I've written gags. Wow. wow, but it is a great pun name. Thank you, but it's up there with Amanda Hugging Kiss, right? Oh, it's awful. She's so vile. Mike, it? Mike Rach. Oh, anyway, so thankfully we're back. Um, yeah, back saving stray time. pussies. Ants at the mic. It's time for us to start auctioning things. Cue Michelle in the coat doing a she bullshit walks job on stage and, and stands stops. there. Sorry, kids, if you're a model and you're going to sell a coat, do a twirl, do something. Like, Anything. There's no catwalk, fine. And look, she is a good-looking, she's beautiful. Yeah. She could have. I... Sell the moment. 
She just did the worst job. It was, uh, you know, and it only sold for fifteen hundred dollars. I was going to say, what well, it didn't sell. That for seems very much like at not all. very much compared to what we're about to witness, and compared to the dollars that are floating around. Exactly, in other uh, ladies there. I mean, look for me, it wasn't that nice a jacket. Um, but and again, the irony of selling a fur or a, a leather garment at a an animal welfare like yeah. Look, I have some broad thoughts about what happens in this segment. That just because I was watching and I just went, this is there's no real direct plot in what's happening. It's just lots of different statements of things. Yep. Little moments. Uh, so there was a couple that hit me that were big. Julia was critical. Why didn't you use me to model it? The oh, I missed that. The woman is deluded. Yeah. Just and and if you've got an actual someone who was clearly a catwalk model, yes. Yeah. Well, you're going to choose her. You know, I mean, she could have asked Miss every New day of the week and twice on Sunday. The fact that she did a shit job is beside the point. Yeah, beside the point. Um, you're not going to ask Angela to model it um, because you know. Then there was then. Sorry, you go on. You well, had the a other few. one. The really opening champagne with a sword is stupid. You know, it's a big thing. It's stupid. Uh, yeah, it's called sabrage. Why? Because <laughs> it's a thing. Why? I don't know. You first of all, <laughs> you lose some of the champagne. You you would have spilled. Yeah, I know. Thirty bucks worth now, of champagne, dude. It's a thing. It's quite a big thing amongst the champagne elite. And, and you're cutting the top of the bottle off, yeah. not actually taking the cork out. Mm. Fucking I what? Know. Yeah, I know. What sabrage? No I know stuff. Legitimate mm. reason for doing that? <laughs> not even back when they carried swords. And and. Yeah, there's special swords for it too. I know that stuff too. Oh my! God. Yeah, no, it's, it's a sabrage sword. Um, not I, a thing. I, it's no, it's that actually is a thing. I'm sorry. No, it's I'm standing against stupidity. I did like the discussion about the two women being in the similar cat suits and who wore it better. Or yeah, I know. And look. how is how is uh, Michelle telling Angela to pull her tummy in? Yeah, that would have gone over well. Not. And then Angela, but I'm a size 10. No, bullshit, you're a size 10. Yeah, that conversation. Michelle's right. No, you're not a size no, Still, like, don't have that conversation. Nothing good comes out of that conversation. Cut to Angela in her cutaway. What kind of woman compares another woman in front of her? Is this new wave feminism? I don't understand. Mm. What's happening here? And then where did the whole, you're not even a New Zealander thing come up? Like, oh. you know, Angela, you're not even a New Zealander, Michelle. That is the last bastion and the, of, the, of, of, of yeah, the scoundrel. Like, and just trying to pulling something out of thin air and then Gilda. Well, how do you define a New Zealander um, in well, her cutaway? Put yep. your tummy in, you, you know, Miss Plus. You're not even a New Zealander. My dad's bigger than your dad. Oh, my God. That's, that was the next thing that got cut out. And then Gilda smashes it. How do you define a New yeah, Zealander? Yeah, good honour. What's a New Zealander? And Angela, it's fairly, fairly clear, yeah. close to the bone. She yeah. knows that she's she, an import, yeah, yeah. but calls herself a New Zealander. Yeah. And then, but Angela, you know, that's got nothing to do with you, Gilda. Um, I had an angry conversation with my dad about what is Australian, because he was adamant that um, you should only come to Australia if you want to speak Australian. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, the forty-minute car ride that was that conversation. Oh, let, that, yeah, no, um, Angela. Uh, saying that Gilda stuck her big nose um, into the conversation. Oh, she turns Lent in. She attacked. Yes, she did. A, uh, she's a tall woman. I've got, got, got very yeah, Angela gets in Gilda's face and killed her, mate. I loved how she said she's not a little woman. <laughs> now, look, this is an interesting... And Gilda, question. I'm like, 
uppercut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot that plays on here. Yeah. But so it cuts to Anne mm. reportedly telling them, you ladies be quiet down there. Now, yeah. I paused this to yeah. check. That shot, which is from behind Anne on stage yeah. looking down to them, yeah. guess what's happening at the table? Everyone is standing facing Anne, listening to her. So, they, yeah, continuity issues. They have just grabbed a cut. Yeah. And this is the only shot Saying we everyone. have behind Anne. Yeah. To put it in and we'll put the voiceover on it and those sorts of things. But, geez, it gets dirty, oh, you know. Oh, start talking about, you know, oh, you're the runt. And, the, and then, look, this is where poor Angela really needs to learn how to fight better. She you might be the little runt, but I'm the big, the big runt. runt. And I've got the a big here. runt always. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, like, Hilda, runt, is that the best Do you know I've... what that means? I've got, oh, Angela, you're an idiot. No. And... She was off in her lethargic phase. Yeah, that's not um, what runt means. Oh. Now, and then we cut away to Angela. I called her a runt, you know. Mm, you know? Yeah, I know, clever. Rhymes Should with... have... Yeah. No, no, but hear me out here. Rhymes with, and then she's like, oh, Oh, sorry. I can't like, say that. The faux oh, thing. Did like, I say that? I reckon that's the beat. I reckon that they, they called her a something, something, something rhymes with hunt. But they allowed us to see what it was in the cutaway. So why wouldn't they let us because see Because I it? reckon it's the, the precursor bits. That it's, okay. But it was like descriptive, horribly descriptive, not very nice things. But that it ended with... Yeah, but that doesn't... Ex- I, I see where you're going, but it doesn't explain... That comment that I saw at the end of something where someone says, you know, um, it's a rumour, everyone knows the rumour. Um, like, that's not a rumour, that's just a word. Like, I, I feel like it's something... You've taken the wind out of my I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just think that's too simple, That's that it's too obvious. Maybe it's misdirection. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, look, the clear, the clear answer is that we know... The reason why it's not in the show and it is beeped is that it very clearly it borders on the libel. Yeah, and Gilda's. But that it's a very clear plot point for across the yeah, 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 going yeah. On. Um, so we need I, to make some predictions at the end of this episode too. I I love how so when the, the whole you know um, she was the little runt and I'm the big runt of the litter and the big runt always gets picked first oh. and I've got here yeah that's not what runt means. Don't know what runt um, means. And I've written here everyone else's faces are saying. I shouldn't be listening to this, but I can't look away. Oh, yeah. It was the best live television ever. Yeah. Gilda to Julia. You're the most self-absorbed, egotistical, narcissistic person. Fantastic. Oh, it was on. Louise then steps in. um, Oh, yeah. What? To try and – basically to try and calm it down. Now, I don't know if she was or whatever. (laughs) But straight after that, Anne calls for Angela. Now, there's no way this happened in this order. No, no. After this, who's going – yeah. And then the dancing, like anyway, but Ange calls for Angela for the styling package auction. So Angela walks up this on stage. Is hilarious. Now, in and of itself, people are bidding. That's fine. And Julia, to her credit, opens it with a thousand bucks. Yeah, good honour. Yeah, you know, we're, yeah, we're good honour. Charity. Yep. We're raising money. It's just an art piece that your husband, you know, would have bought otherwise. Yeah, done. Yeah. And then very quickly, we learn a few things going on here. Mm. Leah's bidding. And at first, I've written here. I thought she was only going to bid once, and I've written here, well, surely she'd just get the styling for free. It wasn't until... Louise, I think it is. Yeah, pointed out that she was bidding, uh, knocking the price up. uh, Yeah. And and at the indication of Angela. Angela's on stage. Yes, Angela, clearly. Now, someone said, is that 
legal. My guess inside is it's probably not inside a trading. I mean, my guess is it's probably not legal. I know it's not legal in real estate terms here, but it was so obvious. And so, how did they not all notice that? Or did they? How did Anne let it? I mean, oh, it's all for charity. That's how you get. That's like an outrageous carpet, right? And it, just as the last bid's about to go in, right at this point, very clearly, husband, you're not going to be. Don't bid anymore. Mm. And Julie goes, four thousand. We've got four thousand dollars. And he goes, oh god. <laughs> it's just like, what did you fucking do? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Julia talks about I've supported that charity very well, or at least Michael has. Oh, please. Thanks, please, Michael. Please, we understand. You'll be paying for it later that night. Um, now, Julia is not coping with Louise rising to the top. There is some simmering tensions there that somehow Louise is Teflon, Julia is yeah. in trouble. And, and, you know, Louise has done a pretty good job of a Teflon coating herself. Yeah, but I think in part that's because she's tried to just address it. Yeah, know? true. Yeah. She's just going, oh, I want to sort this out with Gilda. Yeah. And I think it's good now. But she's also at the point, I don't care. We sorted it out. Yeah. There's a little bit of that delusional yeah. self-confidence that plays into it. And then why did we need... The montage of everybody dancing, dancing. together. What the hell was Always that about? time. And everyone dancing together. I've got, you know, finishes with lots of mum and dad dancing. And, and like, Angela can't dance. Louise can't dance. None of them Julia can dance. can't dance. No, actually, Gilda was dancing. And can't dance. <laughs> well, we've established that in episode one when they did the weird outdoor courtyard dad dancing. I'm uncomfortable with all of the dancing that takes place mm-hmm. in the show. We've only had little bits of it. I'm I don't want to see any it. dancing. I'm not. Look, I'm not tuning in for dancing. Now, importantly, mm. next week. Mm. This is great sizzle. Louise v. Julia. Right. That's going to be a nice little bit of a showy. Howie. Indeed. You know why you used to murder and then Louise looking at her going, "What's your fucking problem, bitch?" Um, cock rings. Excuse me. The thing that came out of the purse. When oh, yes. Sorry. 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 Yes. So it's Louise v. Julia. Yep. Cock rings and Gilda and Angela bury the hatchet in Angela's head. Is what I it's always down. only going to be in Angela's head. Oh, it's you know, never going no to be in real life. Way in hell. It's never going to be it's in real never, life. Look, it was, I think it was one of those episodes, we've talked about this in the Melbourne was, series, yeah. where stuff happened. It was like it, a bridging episode, I yeah, think. Yeah, there was a little bit of controversy and stuff that needed to take place. Yeah. But nothing that was like, oh, the thing with the thing. Um, but there was, there's clearly things that are building out of this. Yeah. That we, we have to see Leah again. Um, oh, yeah. There will like, be stuff that, of course, the beep is going to play on through all season. Who said what? I'd, it, it, it's going to get to the final episode and no one will remember who actually said what. It's just that we're upset about someone <laughs> About not something. knowing. Yeah. Um, we have to, with the build of Louise v. Julia, that has to happen because Louise is, is the matriarch of this whole show. She's going to keep it together. Yeah. Uh, and between her she and She really Gilda, is the cheeker of the show, isn't and she? And look, between her and Gilda, they're very clearly tight. I think they will have... Oh, yeah. And uh, they'll get through everything and they'll remain tight. I'd be surprised if they didn't. And if they're really smart, right, when the cameras are off because they have a, a schedule, they have a shooting call. Yeah. They'd be nicking over to each other's place for tea. Yeah, would think so. Just making sure they're on the same page. Are they actually next door to each other? Can you remember? From I the... think they were. Yeah, like, I thought yeah, so. I got or the at Im- least... Yeah, I got that impression. The drive can't be that long, right? Well, no. To the point where it's just, I'm nicking down to Gilders or yeah. having a chat. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, some quick predictions. Oh. Given that we're three episodes in, I think we're comfortable to stick with this, right? We're, we're in. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. And, uh, uh, you know, from the um, chatting that I've done online with people, a lot of people were in the same boat that, that I was, which was we were a bit iffy about yeah, it, yeah. Um, but we'd give it a go and they have come on board. Brought it home. Mm. 
given the controversy that we're just seeing now, mm. will will it? I mean, it's inevitable that it will escalate across the season. It's not a housewives season if it doesn't Correct. get bigger and cause more problems and other things come to pass. Do you think that we'll get, as with Melbourne, some mm. one season wonders? Um. Oh, will who would pull you? The pun? No, I don't think Angela will. I reckon if anyone's going to pull the pun, it would be. And I see it won't be Anne because she wants the exposure for the cat pal- uh, cat prison. Oh, and Alan. Yeah, and Alan. Um, Proof oh. of life. We need to see Alan in every episode. <laughs> that man is dead. Um, I mean, no. I think if anything, we'll get another one because it's only a t- it's seven. a small. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise it wouldn't surprise me if Gilda just goes, I don't need this shit. And it would it, the only thing that would keep her in here is the producers offering her greater inducement or or you know promises. I I, I see quite a lot. She, I think she's developing a pretty strong fan base. Oh, um, and that Just might do it as tweets that are coming. Yeah, out. and that might do it as. And she's very active on social media. Yes, and so to that, the detriment of the others, I will. Point oh out. yeah, and that leads me to think that she might you know, stick it out because it's not it's certainly not hurting her. No. Um it's no. not helping some of the others. Um Angela Angela could do you were around for first season of um Melbourne. Oh no, yes you were. Yeah. Um uh Andrea. You know yeah, she could do an Andrea she could do an Andrea okay. and because, you know, she was she was there ostensibly, my guess, to flog her own business. Yep. It didn't go that way. No, it, it, it went, turned on her. It turned hard. on her and Andrea bailed because it was I, – I expect it was starting to affect the business. Yeah. I see that happening with Angela, which would be kind of a shame, as it was a shame with Andrea because she was, you know, she was great TV. Yeah, yeah look, and, 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 and the, as we know, the key to the entire franchise is good conflict. Yeah. Stuff that doesn't get resolved. Stuff yeah. that is really meaty and bitey that they don't – And that's, you know, and that's where they, uh, you know, have cut – cast members in other in other franchises so yeah. um yeah i don't know I, I, yeah i'm okay i'm gonna say if we lose anyone it's gonna be angela yep. because it will her business will be suffering yes but she will leave under the guise of her business is oh of course up. yeah she's too busy Man, or she's run off with leah please god make it so <laughs> wow uh, Nick McLachlan, how can people find you in the internet they can find me at nick McLachlan on the Instagram and Twitters yes. and the Snapchats and yes. uh, at Nicole McLachlan at on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing now. It is totally a thing. You've been listening to Mogs TV Talk, the podcast. I am Steve Mock. I'm at Steve Mock on Twitter. Or you can follow me at Mogs TV Talk where, look, it really, you should be following me and signing up to my email subscription uh, because I will tell you all the good things to watch on TV. In fact, I'm expanding and growing it as we speak. All sorts of great features, so people get involved now. It's free for 30 days, and then it's only a cup of coffee. It's five bucks a month after that. Uh, I write for Decider TV. We're at Decider TV on the tweet. Uh, DeciderTV.com is the website. MogsTVTalk.com for the email. Uh, Decider TV on Facebook. I talk about the television on the radio, uh, which in itself sounds obtuse, but works very well. <laughs> uh, and I don't mind uh, a bit of a yap on, on the social media lands. A little bit. It's doing quite well. Mm. Shout out to all of the New Zealand friends that are subscribing and listening. Thank you. Welcome. Hello and welcome. Tell your friends. Uh, Again, I apologize for my bad New Zealand accent. Please make fun of it because it's worth it. Mm. Uh, We hope you're enjoying the craziness because we sure as heck are. And uh, We are loving it sick. Yeah, gosh. Mm. I I think my pussy's itchy. Oh, my God. 
Malk's TV Talk, the podcast.